welcome to Doug's Front Porch, a podcast where I get to sit down with friends, old and new, and have honest conversations. Today, I welcome to the porch three people. This is the first episode where I've had more than one person in the studio with me, and I'm so excited because uh, it's also the first time that I get to invite current students. As many of you know, I'm a high school teacher, and I've had former students on the show already, but I haven't had any current students, and I'm so proud to have on and welcome Brie Bodorf, Olivia Hanna, and Lydia Wachenfuss, who are all current students of mine, seniors here, members of the class of 2020. Welcome, ladies, to Doug's Front Porch. Thank you. So, well, thanks, Brie. Uh, I guess Olivia and Lydia. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, here we are. We're taping this uh, in May. And, you know, if this was a normal world, we would all be super excited for the end of the school year. Uh, you would all be planning your graduation parties. You'd be getting ready for ball or maybe, you know, prom and ball had already happened at this point. But there'd be so much going on in, that we've been, you know, that that's so typical in American culture. But of course, we're also in the middle of the of the coronavirus pandemic. And that has totally flipped the world upside down. And for you ladies in particular, as seniors in high school at this time period, it has, I think, affected you guys even more than the average American. Um, but, and we'll get into that in depth, but I want to talk a little bit with each of you real quick so that the audience can kind of get a feel for who you guys are. Bree, uh, tell everybody a little bit about yourself, uh, you know, brothers, sisters, uh, and particularly what were you, what are you involved in at school? Okay. So I'm Bree Bodorf, obviously. And, um, I have one brother, his name's Trey. He's in, going into 10th grade this next year. Hopefully, we'll all be in a real school by then. <laughs> and I live um, with my parents and him and, you know, normal family. At school, I'm really involved in drama. I've been doing drama since I was in the fourth grade. So that's a passion of mine. I'm also involved in all of the, um, like, student government, student council. I'm the historian of my class. And um, I'm going to Penn State University Park in the fall hopefully. And I'm majoring in global and international studies. Awesome. Olivia? Hi, I'm Olivia Hanna. I have two younger brothers and two younger step siblings who I live with. So it's been a packed house at home <laughs> recently. But um, I'm also involved with a lot of the same things that Brie is. I'm in the drama club with her. I am in my choir club and I participate in choir stuff a lot. I am the president of our student government and our class president this year. Yeah, congratulations on on all those leadership skills at play there, Olivia. Thank uh, you. And uh, Lydia? Hi, I'm Lydia Walkenfuss. Um, I'm a senior this year, obviously, and I have an older brother who will be a senior in college next year. And I'm in part of National Honor Society and German Honor Society, as well as student government. And I love going to all of the sporting events that they did at their school. Yeah. So the one thing that all three of you forgot to mention is that you were four year students of mine in German. Uh, and that's OK. Uh, and you were all members of the German Honor Society. So congrats on that as well. And all three of you this fall took place in our German American exchange with our partner school in Germany. So that was an awesome experience, I'm sure, for all of you as well. I'm going to ask this question first, and it doesn't matter who answers. Uh, is 
in your minds, is how older Americans, and I mean anybody that's older than you, whether it's one generation above or multiple generations above you, do you guys think that how your generation is being described is accurate? Does anybody want to take a stab at that question? You know, and, and to maybe help you, I think like looking at uh, teenagers today, you know, if I'm going to put my grumpy old man pants on, I'm going to say, oh, they're they they want everything. They expect everything handed to them. They should they get whatever they want. They don't want to work for anything. Uh, they think it should be handed to them. They're self-centered. It's all me, me, me. I mean, that's what you that's what a lot of people outside of your generation say. What do you what do you say? say to people that think that way is it an accurate description of your generation um i don't i don't think so personally but i mean i've never heard anyone like say it to me before i've just seen like hearsay on the internet like this is what people are saying and blah 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 i think it's just that there's such a divide between generations that's so like it's just un un like bridgeable for some of these people. Like I can easily talk to people older than me and have a great conversation and feel like we're on an equal playing field. I don't really know where the like who's giving off like this like untrue facade from our generation. Okay. Olivia, Lydia, would you like any of you like to comment? Um, I think within our generation, too, there's a bit of a divide where you do see kids that are really apathetic or kids that are a little bit more self-centered. But I do think that, you know, another half of our generation is incredibly driven and um, kind of I, I kind of consider myself a pushover because I feel like I need to be involved in everything and do everything all the time. And I think that rings true for a lot of kids our age. Okay. Lydia? I would agree with... Um, Olivia about that because I think I'm also kind of a pushover and do stuff um, for more people than I do for myself and that I will take on so many jobs to help someone else out instead of uh, stepping back and knowing that it's going to overwhelm me if I do everything. Yeah, it's, it's kind of, I have to admit, that was a loaded question because I handpicked the three of you to be on this show because I think out of the stereotypes that are there, all three of you defy those stereotypes. You're all heavily involved in things on campus. And not only that, you strive to uh, do well in all of the things that you are involved in campus. I've never seen either any of you uh, be self-centered or uh, expect things handed to you. Now, as you know, and I think somebody, I think maybe Olivia or Bree uh, had said about it, there are peers of yours that, uh, you know, sometimes those those stereotypes do uh, ring true. Um, but often, if I'm talking to other uh, people my age or older, and they always, you know, we get to the topic of, oh, you teach high school, how do you deal with those kids, those jerks that they can be sometimes? And I'll say, well, you know, there are some some like that, of course, but the majority aren't like that. Stereotypes are ridiculous. You know, sometimes there's a little bit of truth in them, but most times they are overplayed. So I was glad to hear that come in, in your own minds, uh, in your own thoughts there, ladies. Thank you. All right. So let's go back in time. It's March 13th. It's a Friday. It was the last day that we were all together in school. And in fact, I had all of you last period that day. Um, as we left school that day, literally the word came out from the governor that 
All school districts in Pennsylvania would be closed the following Monday for two weeks. So if you can think back to that day as you guys were driving home, what was going through your minds? Well, me and Olivia were opening the musical that Friday, so we were really excited to have a great weekend full of three performances that were going to be super awesome and our senior, like, salutation to the drama club so right after school I was like oh my gosh let me celebrate I'm gonna go to Goodwill and thrift (laughs) and she called me and was like I have awful news and I was like okay and she was like well we can only do one show and like schools are closed for two weeks and I was like oh wow it was like I was shell-shocked really it's still yeah, so crazy. You guys had put months of work into that show, and luckily, you did get to at least perform it. I know that there were a lot of schools that had were in the same, you know, same situation, had been working on their spring musical all winter and spring, and because of the closure, never got to perform the show, you know, to perform their shows for an audience. Um, but as you mentioned, Brie, you were only allowed to do one instead of the planned three. Um, Olivia, Lydia, do you remember that day? What was going through you guys' mind? Well, actually, I had to leave school early that day for a doctor's appointment, so I didn't get to spend my last day in high school actually in the high school. So I didn't find out about everything until later um, that day when I was getting ready to go to the musical. So it was just a bit overwhelming at the time. Sure. Olivia? Yeah, it was tough. Um, I was still in the building when our principal came and told us, you know, that we'd only have one show and everything. And I've actually thought a lot about that day because I really can't remember most of it um, huh. because I didn't know that it would be important at the time. It, 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 that's that's such a great point. It's crazy. There was a there was a meme going around a, a while ago that said, at some point you just you spent the last time with your friends and you didn't know it. And then you start, you, you read something like that and you think back like, oh, what was that day? And what did, how did we spend it? And it is so crazy because that Friday was a normal Friday and we had a normal day of school. I mean, of course, the coronavirus, people were talking about it, but there were no cases in the area where we, where we live. And it was, I, I think from my perspective, it was like, well, you know, I think at some point something's going to happen here, but Literally, I was walking out to my car that day after after school, and uh, you know, a, 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 I got a notification on my phone saying, you know, all schools in Pennsylvania closed starting Monday, and it was one of those sinking feelings in my mind too. Okay, but at the same time, the message came out and it said for two weeks. So I was thinking to myself, okay, two weeks, we'll let it go, and early April we'll be back together again. Of course. We now know that that was false hope in my sense. But at what point for the three of you did reality set in? Well, I'm not sure that it has yet. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, why, do, yeah. why do you say that, Olivia? Um, Like today, I picked up my cap and gown from the high school. And like I put it on to see and it doesn't feel real like at all. Um, And I think that it probably won't feel real for a while because we're not having like that moment where things change. And it, you know, time is passing weirdly too. Um, So I think that it's, you know, it doesn't even really click that it's the middle of May already and that tomorrow would have been our senior ball. It's just kind of crazy to think about. 
I would agree with Olivia about that because it still doesn't seem that real to me either. Like picking up my gown, it wasn't that big of a deal and I haven't felt like emotional about it being the end of school because it doesn't feel like it is. So in the last two two months, because that's how how long we've been away from each other now, at, I mean, Bree didn't answer this yet, but uh, and I'll throw this out there. So Olivia and, and Lydia, you feel that like reality really hasn't hit you guys yet? I feel like it has only hit me with dance because I keep having memories show up from past competitions and I keep thinking about how I won't be competing this year and I might not get my recital this year and that's the only time that's really hit me. Okay, okay. Bree? For me, I think there's aspects, like I agree with them. I'm still like... I, I consider myself an optimist, so I keep thinking about like, oh, well, this will get better in the future, and I'm looking forward to these things that we are planning. Like, we had to move graduation, but we're still having it, and like, hopefully I'll still be at campus in the fall, so it's not really like, I, I'm not that upset. I'd just be really upset if I miss out on all of those things, like- okay. Okay. I've been sad that I haven't been able to see some people that I probably won't like friends that I probably won't be able to see again due to like going to different colleges and stuff that's made me upset. But the fact that we are still trying to have these events and still trying to like look to the future has made me like feel better. Yeah, we all have to find a way of coping, of course. And and for some people, it's it, you know it's one thing. For others, like like you said, brief. For you, it's it's I'm looking, you know, constantly looking ahead. Now, that's that's a great outlook to have. I think it's tough to have in these days. Um, but I I laud you for that for sure. I'm going to ask a question that I know will probably get some laughs, but I'm going to ask it anyway. So for the last two months, we've been doing <laughs> online education. Um, so how has that been from you, from your perspective as students? Well, I don't like it. Um, I've <laughs> taken <laughs> I've taken online classes before. Like, I've never been good at math. So I took, like, two online math courses to be able to take calculus this year. And honestly, like, I think it's really hard to learn and apply yourself when you aren't with people. That's just me though. I feel like I need to be in a classroom full of people in front of a teacher and like see the things that are going on to like learn. But like, I just, hopefully I won't have to do it for college because I've thought it, I just think it's difficult to continue a routine. I'm so used to doing somewhere else and not at home. Sure. Olivia? Um, it's been difficult, <laughs> my math class especially, um, where some teachers are really light with work and others are not. So it's been difficult, especially with like, you know, a week will go by and it feels like a couple of days because time is just so different right now, where like deadlines is difficult to meet and knowing exactly when you're going to do something when you really don't have a solid routine at all has been difficult for me. Sure, sure. Lydia? Uh. When we do live classes, like some teachers will hold like actual Zoom kind of calls. Those are a lot easier for me to pick up the material, but other teachers are just assigning worksheets that you have to read and learn on your own and then do the work. And that for me is just 
so difficult to learn anything from. I, my biggest question for any student right now is where where do you find the motivation to do any of this stuff? It's really hard. You need some coffee. <laughs> Thankfully, like most of my courses, if I have a Zoom, they're usually at one or like noon. But before then, like I I just don't know if I could do early classes. Do you all agree with Olivia that time has is passing differently now? Definitely. For sure. Yeah, I In really what- feel like the first two weeks like our initial first two weeks where we thought those would be the only two weeks were so slow and that Mm -hmm. March took forever to pass by. And since then I feel like it's been going like double speed. Double speed. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Do you have like any routines left? Cause all of the things that you got, you know, you guys were involved in aren't there. Like Lydia had dance and you guys had uh, musical stuff and, you know, uh, other outside musical stuff as well, but all that stuff's gone. So what kind of a rhythm do you guys even have? I try to keep like to a daily routine of like waking up, getting your breakfast, working out, and then trying to get some work done. Sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes I just go straight to Netflix, but <laughs> I try to stick to that routine. Sounds good. I don't, yeah, I, it's been, well, from the, from my perspective as a teacher, it's been, uh, I don't know if I'd say that time is passing, uh, differently, but I don't measure time the same way. I guess I would say, I don't know. I'm a person, as you three know very well, I'm a person of routine. And when that routine is taken away, it is difficult to, for me, it was difficult at first to react and to readjust. Um, and it's taken me a month. It took me a month to really get into a into a rhythm of what we were being asked to do as teachers, uh, with contacting students all the time and and doing this online information and in online teaching. Um, and luckily, I'm a younger teacher that I'm not afraid of technology. But I have colleagues that are, you know, in their fifties that. They're not very technology uh, f- friendly with technology. I can't imagine what it must have been like for them. And maybe some of you are experiencing that on, on your end as a student with some of those teachers. But yeah, it's been, I agree that time definitely is moving differently um, in some weird way, I guess. I don't know. Uh, what has been the hardest of all of this to accept for you guys? For me, um, I'm a really big extrovert, so I've always been really used to being around my friends, like, all the time. Even in the summer and over breaks, like, I'm always with someone else. So it's difficult to not have someone else to do things with other than my family. Um, Not saying that being with your family is bad. But I'm used to being all over the place. Other than just missing other human contact, I'm really mostly um, upset about losing the last two shows of the um, musical. Okay. Olivia? Yeah, it is. Those two shows made a big difference. And then also our Ray of Light Awards aren't happening this year. So... I and for really... those of you, for, for the listeners that aren't aware, the Rayalites are this award ceremony for local high school musical productions and, and theater productions. Okay. Yeah. And I was really hoping 
for a win finally this year. <laughs> but um, I think I'm missing the most, just like little things, not even so much the Ray of Lights or Senior Ball or anything like that, but just the little interactions that kind of make up the end of the year that give it that that end of the year feeling that really can't be replicated. Okay. Lydia? Uh, like Bree said, I'm a big extrovert, so just <laughs> seeing everybody is driving me insane. But uh, I always pictured my dance recital being this big thing and doing a senior solo and just crying on stage because it's yeah. emotional and seeing my mom. But I can't do that this year, not yet at least. So that has been the hardest thing is trying to get that picture and like vision of it out of my mind. What do you think has been the hardest for your parents to accept about all of this? Because uh, from a parental perspective too, like you, you know, you, you watch your son or daughter grow up and, you know, graduating high school and all those end of the high school things like prom, like senior ball, like baccalaureate award ceremonies, dance recitals, graduation. Those are milestones for parents too. Have you, have you talked to your, have you, have your parents talked to you guys about that? Have they shared like the emotions that they're experiencing? experiencing too or has it been kind of like oh we just don't talk about it my parents are mostly upset just because I'm upset I'm missing out on everything else um whenever I like posted my like oh I'm going to Penn State and my like thank you post for um like all my teachers and like the school on Facebook, like it really upset them to see that I was missing out on things that they got to um, experience and took for granted. Hmm. Olivia? We haven't talked about it much, um, except like in passing, because I don't really like to be outwardly upset. But I think that they do know it's affecting me and that like I miss my friends and sometimes I'll just drive by to drop something off and I'll just stand like 10 feet away from their car and talk to them for 45 minutes. So they know that it is affecting me at some level. And I think they are disappointed that I'm not going to have some of those experiences that they thought I would have, but we're trying to make up for it by staying busy at home. Mm-hmm. Lydia? I also don't really talk to, about it <laughs> to my mom because I just get too upset and I don't really want to talk about it. But whenever I bring up something that's upsetting me about missing something this year, she's just always super supportive and she offers like different ways that we can make it up and stuff. And like that helps, but it's just hard missing the real thing. Sure. No, absolutely. I don't remember which one of you said about there's certain things that you 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 took for granted that now you're realizing you shouldn't have done that. Can any of you share uh, something that maybe you realized that you'd always taken for granted that now you realize oh, I shouldn't have taken, you know, now that I've, I'm not able to do X, Y, or Z, I shouldn't have taken that for granted. Well, this year, especially for me, uh, my attendance is never great every year, but now I, after like, I took so many uh, like days I didn't really have to take off this year, I realized how I could have like been at school learning and like spending time with my friends that I haven't seen in months teachers I haven't seen in months that I may never see like again after high school and now that we don't have graduation or anything it's really 
I feel bad for thinking that I like had these times that I could take for myself. Okay. Olivia? I actually miss maybe the most Lydia driving me to school every morning. (laughs) (laughs) I used to hate when she would honk at me in the morning or call me and tell me to hurry up, but now I do wish I could do it again. Yeah. Lydia? I also really miss the drives in the morning when I would pick up Olivia Hanna and she'd be five minutes or 10 minutes laid out to my car every day. Or or one of her family members keeping my warm, nice car open in the winter and just letting out all that hot air. But I do really miss driving her around everywhere. Yeah, and that's such a in the grand scheme, it's such a small thing. But now you know, realizing when it's been taken from you, just how such a small thing like that had had a bigger impact on you guys and on your friendship probably than what you ever realized, right? it's really crazy to think about that type of stuff. Uh, how do you think all of this has changed you? It had to have changed you in some way, maybe small, maybe large, depending. But think about that for a minute, the three of you. How has this whole this whole experience for the last two plus months, how has it changed you? I think it has changed me by like helping me become more motivated by just like doing little things and I will be able to motivate myself to go and do something instead because before I would have to have someone else help me do something like if it was be like go out and get coffee and do homework together just to get my homework done but now I have to sit down and do it myself and so I try to motivate myself now. Well, that, to be honest, that's that's a good prepper for college for next year uh, to a certain extent. Okay. Olivia? On a small scale, I think that, you know, I appreciate my friends a lot more. Um, and I realized that I took a lot of the things that I do every day for granted. But then on a larger scale, it was kind of like a privilege check that I'm going without certain luxuries for the first time. And it's been jarring to realize just how much we had well that that's a that's a that's a profound statement to make that you know and i'm I'm glad that you came to that realization um and i often when i run into somebody that's that's well not physically run into anybody but like online for example when people are are complaining about having to stay home or complaining about you know the the government in regards to how it's handling x y and z i always think to myself and I know these people, I know what they have. And there are so many Americans that are in a, such a worse situation uh, than before this and now, particularly during all of this, that you, you want to shake them, like you said, Olivia, and just say, do you, don't you realize you know, what you do have uh, and take a minute and be thankful slash grateful for that? It's tough. It's really tough. Bree? Um, I agree with Olivia as well. I think that this has really made me realize how I feel like I took my friendships not for granted, but I feel like I definitely appreciate every single one of my friends so much more now that I haven't seen them in so long and that we're still like FaceTiming and texting each other and checking up on each other. And it just, 
it's been probably if I didn't have the friends I have, I feel like I'd be in a much like worse place um, in terms of my emotional state than I am right now. I'm going to ask this question. Uh, th- all of you kind of alluded to that same thing that Bree just said about how you're realizing the importance of your friendships. Um, have any of you told your friends, like personally, that how much your friendship means to you? Uh, you know, because, you know, here's the thing, you know, in a normal situation, normal year, graduation happens, emotions are running high, and everybody's like drunk on emotions. And it's the time when, like, oh, your friendship means so much to me. Thank you for being that person that was always there. You know, there's this outpouring of, of that type of reaction. But you're not getting that opportunity to get drunk on on nostalgia and you know end of the end of high school times so have any of you kind of realized that that you've actually been a little bit more um outpouring in your emotions specifically with your friends that mean so much to you definitely for me i'm not <laughs> i'm not the most emotional person i don't think um no i don't think so either but yeah. at least i've never seen that from you yeah i definitely don't think i am but i've definitely been like really nostalgic and pretty like upset where like i'll be like i've told like multiple of my friends like how much how i'm so glad that they've been my friend throughout like my entire like post elementary school like years and how I'm so glad that they're still with me but like I I just feel like I've been kind of ignorant to not see it before Hmm. Olivia Lydia I'm also (laughs) not a very emotional person and I have too been like telling my friends and being kind of sappy and saying like how much I do miss them and how much I miss the little things that we would do together and how much I appreciate their friendship even more now than I ever did before. Right. Right. Lydia, did you, did you experience the same thing? Actually? No, not really. <laughs> okay. I'm a very emotional person, but you are. Yeah, I am, but I haven't been like telling people how much I miss them or, <laughs> expressing those feelings because I I don't know I feel weird when I do but like I'll go back and I'll look through all my pictures and funny videos and like just play back those moments with them and just miss them and like in my heart but I don't go and actually tell them that I probably should but I don't know Well, there's there's time there is time to do that yet Lydia don't feel bad about yourself I mean not everybody can as easily just say those things. That's difficult for some people to say, no matter how high the emotions are. So I, I think you'll you'll eventually get to that point where you'll you'll say those things to to the to the right people. Um, don't definitely don't beat yourself up uh, over that. It'll happen. It'll happen. Uh, one last question before I get into the ending part here. How and this is this is totally like looking into your crystal balls. Um, how do you think all of this will change? education in the future, whether it's at the high school level or even, you know, all of you are headed off to higher ed, how it might change higher ed in the future. What, you know, what we've gone through. I'd be curious to see if you guys have any ideas on that. Anybody? (laughs) Or not? Like, do you think? Do you guys think that online education is going to become more prevalent in the future? I do feel like 
more people might take advantage of online education, but I'm kind of worried. I'm definitely worried right now that we're trying to snap back to where we were instead of like moving forward to what we know now and how we should prevent another one of these things. I feel like, yeah, I feel like people are too keen to go back to where we were without considering how we should be more careful. I'm not, I like can't give an exact example, like how we should be more careful, but I feel like everyone has changed even if they don't want to admit it. Okay. Okay. Olivia, Lydia, you guys have any thoughts on that? I think at a high school level, this whole situation has had some teachers that never use anything online for their teaching they've had to. So I think that it's almost helped their preparedness to know how to use the technology better, especially older teachers in the building that might not have before Okay, because they were forced into that situation. But I agree with Bree that I think that like as a society and like as a whole, we want things to go back to exactly how they were before. And I don't think that's feasible. And I do think mm. that we need to look into how we could prevent something like this from happening again, or at least really weaken the impact of it on us. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with both of you that I, we will never go back completely to March 12th, 2020, that, that life style Hat, will change has changed already and I, I i just don't i don't see how we will ever go back to everything being exactly the way that it was lydia did you have any thoughts on that i think that since teachers had to utilize the internet so much these past few months that now they will be utilizing it more in the upcoming years with schooling yeah. for all levels of education i think they're going to just use the internet and their resources a lot more than they did before Olivia and Bree, you both have younger siblings that are still in the system. How do you think this has affected them? I mean, you're looking at it differently. You guys are about to leave and move on, but they've got, you know, Bree, your brother has three more years. Olivia, your your brother has three more years, and then your younger brothers have even more. How do you think this has affected them in their outlook towards school? I'm pretty sure it hasn't affected my brother at all. And Okay. Because... He's not as outgoing as me, so I don't think he took the social distancing and quarantine as hard as I did, especially because I'm a senior and he's so much younger. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure he just, it, whether it's online or in school, it's still school to him. Okay, okay. Olivia? It's been pretty different between my brothers. My order of my younger brothers is really self-motivated to begin with, so he hasn't struggled too much. Um, he really misses the sports aspect of everything a lot more. I believe, I'm sure. I'm sure. My youngest brother has been struggling with it a lot. Um, and he, you know, isn't super motivated at school. So it's been really different for him to be motivated at home when he could be doing anything else. Mm-hmm. So it's been difficult, but I think it has, you know, made us all a little bit more self-motivated than we were before and better prepared us. That would be awesome if we do get back, you know, when, when we get back next fall, that uh, I'm hoping that the majority of the students that lived through this will take something from it. And maybe they'll appreciate school maybe a little bit more, or they'll want to get more involved in organizations and clubs and sports that maybe they weren't before. Um, 
time will tell if something like that can happen. I hope that that's one of the positives that comes out of this, but you know, we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, but I'd love for something like that to really happen. Um, but time will tell ladies. I close every episode with 10 rapid fire questions to all of my guests. Uh, they're not personal questions, nothing too personal anyway. Uh, and I want to ask you guys the exact same questions that I normally ask at the end of each episode. And we'll just go, when I ask it, we'll go in order. Brie will answer, Olivia will answer, and Lydia will answer. Uh, and uh, this could be pretty fun, actually. Yeah. Are you ladies ready? Yes, yes sir. Yes. All right, Brie and Olivia and Lydia. First question, what is your morning drink of choice? Uh, latte, any kind. Latte, any kind. Olivia? An iced coffee with almond milk. <laughs> Lydia? Hot coffee with almond milk creamer. Boy, okay. Those were <laughs> some pretty, uh, pretty waspy answers there, but that's all right. That's all right. All right, question number two. This is going to be tough maybe for the three of you, given your backgrounds. What or who is your go-to musical artist or group? Oh, this is easy. You too. I love you too. Um, my dad is in a band and plays a lot of you too, so I've been around you too my whole life. I just love Bono. Okay, Olivia. Mine is Phoebe Bridgers. It's like an indie artist. Okay, okay, Lydia. Ooh, that's tough because I have a bunch of different music tastes, but I'd probably say Queen. Okay, okay. Uh, question number three, what movie can you watch over and over again and it never gets old? All right. Pride and Prejudice, 2005. Also, the TV adaptation that's like nine hours long, but the movie, 2005 movie. <laughs> You're laughing Olivia? at the truth. <laughs> no, I believe you. I believe you. I think Leon the Professional. I'm not familiar with that film. Okay. Okay. What is it a is it a comedy or a drama? Or? Uh, it's a drama. It's young Natalie Portman. It's pretty okay. Pretty dark. Pretty dark. So you, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Lydia. All right. You should be expecting this. Of <laughs> course, it is the Notebook. <laughs> I well, thought you were going to say the Sound of Music <laughs> or the Sound of Music. It def one of those two. I love those two how, movies more than anything. How how many times do you think you've watched the Notebook? Lydia. Who I don't know. Anytime I get just a little bit sappy, I watch that movie. Too many okay. to count. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Next one. Uh number four. What is the last thing that you read? Oh, good lord. I reread my AP Euro essay before I submitted it. That is it. that's a great answer. Great answer. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia. Um, I'm in the middle of a book right now, Never Let Me Go by Katsuo Ishiguro. Okay. Well, uh, real quick, uh, fiction, nonfiction? Fiction. And basic synopsis of the story so far? Um, it's, a, it's a dystopian society in England where children are raised in a specific area just to be harvested for their organs when they're adults oh that is sounds like a, so we go from the young dark natalie portman movie to the dystopian novel wonderful yeah, very uh, good. <laughs> lydia i read the glass castle for my english class oh did you like that book i loved it yeah I it also was good loved i liked it. that one too isn't 
didn't Amazon or Netflix do a, a version of that or something like that? There is a movie out there, but I don't know who made it. Oh, okay. I saw I the movie. It's very good. Does it follow the novel pretty closely? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. Number five. This one's coming out of left field. Favorite pizza topping? Uh, Nothing. Just like plain cheese, you mean? Yes. Okay. Olivia? Mushrooms. Oh, I love that answer. Great. Lydia? Sausage. Okay. All right. Six. Uh, laying on the beach or going for a hike? Laying on the beach. Olivia? Going for a hike. Lydia? I really love both, but I have to say the beach. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So this uh, is the Lock Haven Beach still closed because of <laughs> coronavirus? So maybe you can I illegally so. go lay down there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. All right. Number seven. This one, I'll be really curious to hear your answers. Uh, you have invited me for dinner. What are you cooking? Something with foie gras. Oh my goodness. Okay. I don't know. Olivia? You, you strike me as a type. Uh, I'll eat it. I'll eat it. Sure. Uh, Olivia? I feel like my go-to would be like a salmon and rice situation. <laughs> okay. That sounds like a band name. Salmon and rice situation. Uh, Lydia? I'm a big breakfast fan, so I'd probably make you hash browns and some eggs and some sausage. That sounds sounds great, yeah. All right, number eight, dream vacation destination. Mine is Norway. Ooh, it's beautiful, and the people are so beautiful, too. Olivia? Iceland. That's a great place, too, with some really awesome people. Lydia? Uh, Switzerland. Uh, same answer. That's great. You guys <laughs> pick great destinations. I've been to all three, and I highly recommend all three. So hopefully someday you guys will get to fulfill that dream of of traveling to those places. Number nine, what is something that you're afraid of? Bears. Did you, bears? Yes. <laughs> I could have okay. given. Listen, I could have gave a deep answer, but I decided I'm more afraid of bears. <laughs> no, that's that, that's fine. That's fine, Olivia. Mine is a deep answer. I think just vulnerability. Okay. All right. Lydia? I'm terrified of birds. (laughs) (laughs) All types, right? All types. Don't care if they fly or don't. Okay. 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 All right. Last question. Uh, So normally I ask it this way, but I'm going to have to alter it for you guys. Normally the question is, what job other than your current one would you love to have? But I'm going to ask it this way. What would a dream job be for each of you? I think my dream job, and I'm definitely trying, like with the major I picked and everything, I want to be a diplomat. Okay. Olivia? I think not related to my major just a tiny little shop in the middle of nowhere with a bunch of handmade goods and like soap. <laughs> You're the soap lady at the end of the I lane. Do. I do really want to be the soap lady. <laughs> I would buy your soap, Olivia. Thank I would you. buy your soap. Lydia? My joking answer always is trophy wife. <clears throat> okay. Okay. But I really want to be an athletic trainer at some big D1 school. Not professional sports? You'd like to be at like the collegiate level? Yeah, I think college sports just has more passion in it and the professionals are just, it's their job. They don't really care about the sport. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. Okay. So each of you real quick, tell the audience. So you're graduating and I know Bree already said a little bit, uh, but tell everybody where you're going next. And if you're going on to college, what do you plan on studying? And if you're not, if you're still not sure, that's fine. You can say, well, I, I, this is what I'd like to study just so everyone gets a, gets an idea of what, what your future holds for each, for all three of you. All right. So I'm going to Penn State and I'm going for global and international studies. I might double major in business. Olivia? So because of this whole situation, I have deferred to the spring and I've postponed my college decision. But when I do go, I will be going for human development and family studies. Oh, it's a cool major. And I know that we've, we were talking all year about places that you were looking at. Uh, has that list changed at all? It has. Um, I'm looking the most at Temple. Oh, great school. Great school. Uh, Lydia? I plan on going to James Madison University and majoring in athletic training and possibly minoring in dance. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Girls, ladies, uh, I can't thank you enough for agreeing to do this. Uh, I, I think this was an awesome conversation. Uh, I wanted to do it also because uh, I really wanted to pick your brains on all of this and 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 find out how you know from from your perspective how all of this has has affected you guys and what you know what you guys are thinking and going through through this tragedy that is this 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 pandemic. But also because I miss talking to all three of you. Uh, I truly miss all of my students, but uh, as seniors, you know, you you know, you guys say about how you're getting things taken away from you. Well, as a teacher, I had a lot of things taken away from me as well. I didn't get to give you guys that last uh, goodbye lecture. I didn't get to uh, give you each a personal hug at graduation or at baccalaureate and 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 tell you how much each of you mean to me and how much you've all changed me because. Uh, you know, in 19 years of teaching, every student changes me in, in some way. Uh, and I know that all three of you, all three of you had a had an impact on me as a as a teacher, but also on me as a person. And uh, I'm going to take this this opportunity with the thousand people that are listening to this to personally thank each of you for being good people, people that were involved in school, people that uh were kind to other students and to other humans, people that were always looking out for the best in other people. I mean, those are things that I just don't see in the average student anymore. And all three of you always were that. You were compassionate. You all could. You all had a good sense of humor. You could take my sarcasm. Uh, but when I needed you to step up to the plate, you always, all three of you always stepped up to the plate. And, and that's something that no matter how old you get and how old I get, those are the memories that I'll take with me uh, about the three of you. Uh, and I just want to thank you for being the people that you are. Thank you so much. And thank you for keep taking, for keeping taking my classes uh, over the years. It's meant, it's meant a lot. Thank you. Hey, hey, you're making my dormant emotions act up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I wanted you to hear me say that instead of <laughs> writing it. I, I wanted it to come from from my voice. So thanks again, ladies. It's, it's been so much that you guys were on the show and uh, and for sharing, you know, this this personal experience that you guys have all gone through over the last two and a half months. Thank you for having us. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for having such a big impact on us. Oh, yep. Let's not get too emotional now here at the end. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> 
Well, thank you for listening to Doug's Front Porch, a conversational podcast with your host, Doug Maidenford. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Follow along on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search for at Doug's Front Porch. Also, please feel free to tell all of your friends about the show. I'll see you all next time on My Front Porch. Thank you.